Chapter One of Around the World with the Children by Frank G. Carpenter. This LibriVox recording is in the public domain. Recording by Betty B. Chapter One Around the World with the Children The Great Ball on Which We Live. The world is our home. It is also the home of many, many other children, some of whom live in faraway lands. They are our world brothers and sisters. Some of them live in countries that are hot all the year round. Others have homes where, for most of the year, the water is frozen and the land is covered with snow. There are still others who live in places where it is neither too hot nor too cold. Suppose we make a journey to some of these countries in order to see the strange things that are there and to learn about the people. But before we start, we must know something about the world as a whole and something about homes. The earth, as we sometimes call our world, is round like a ball. It does not seem round to us. It seems more nearly flat. Think of a tiny ant crawling about over a large balloon. It can see only a very small part of the surface, and the balloon certainly does not seem round to it. The earth on which we live is many millions times larger than any balloon. And so, although we know that the earth is round, every place seems more or less flat to us. The earth is so big that if we should try to go around it on foot, we should be years on the way. The boys and girls who stayed at home would be far along in the high school before we could get back. But can people walk all the way around the earth? They might go on for a while, but no matter which way they went, they would in time come to a great body of water called the ocean. The world is made up of water and land, and when people really go around the earth, they must travel much of the way upon the water, in ships. Food, Shelter, and Clothing What must any part of the world have in order to be a good home for man? What does every person need in order to live in comfort? Let us imagine that we are far out in the fields. The air is bitter cold, and the wind is blowing. Snow is falling, and by and by it will turn to sleet and rain. We are almost naked. We have had nothing to eat and are suffering from hunger as well as cold. Suddenly, the queen of the fairies floats down from the clouds and offers us three wishes. What shall we choose? I shall wish for food because I am hungry, says Peter. I shall choose clothes to keep out the cold, says John. And I shall ask for a house to shelter me from the wind, the snow, and the rain, says little Nell with a shiver. Now everyone needs food, clothing, and shelter. The lives of most men on the earth are spent in getting these things. In our travels, we shall wish to learn what our world brothers and world sisters eat and where their food comes from. We shall wish to see the houses they dwell in and how they are built. We shall wish also to know what clothing they use to protect themselves from the heat and the cold. United States as our home. Let us now find where our country lies on the earth. We can learn this by looking at the globe. The globe is a ball covered with a map of the earth. It shows where the great bodies of water and land are. The great bodies of water are called oceans. There are five oceans, the Atlantic, the Pacific, the Indian, the Arctic, and the Antarctic. The great bodies of land are called continents. There are seven of them, North America, South America, Europe, Asia, Africa, Australia, and the Antarctic continent. Our country is a part of the continent of North America. Its name is the United States of America. On both sides of it there are oceans, 
and over them ships can easily go to other parts of the world. United States is a big country. It contains almost everything needed for food, shelter, and clothing. In the United States, there are thousands of farms with cattle to supply us with meat and grain fields to give us our bread. There are also great fields of cotton and broad pastures for the sheep that furnish the wool for our clothes. Great forests and mines in parts of our country furnish the wood and iron that are needed to make houses. Our country produces so much that is good for food, shelter, and clothing that it supports millions of people. In it are many cities and villages, and there are railroads from one place to another. There are thousands of homes, and these homes are of many different kinds. Homes in Country, Village, and City Suppose we should ask some of our boys and girls to describe their homes. One boy who comes from a farm says, My home is a house made of wood. It is in the country and is surrounded by green fields where our horses, cattle, and sheep are feeding. There is a big barn near the house with a great hay mow where we children sometimes play, and there are piles of straw in the barnyard. There are fences around the farm, and in front of it, it is a wide road that leads to the town and to the school. Much of our food comes from the farm, but we also buy a great deal at the store. The next one to tell us about a home is a girl from a village. She says, Our house has a green yard in front of it and a garden behind it. There is a fence between the house and the street. The house is made of wood. It is painted white and has green window blinds. A friend of mine lives in a brick house next door, and just across the street there is a house built of stone. The children who live on our street often play together outside the houses and yards, but each family has a house and yard of its own. We raise vegetables in our garden and buy some of our food from the farmers, but we get most of it at the store. All of our clothing comes from the store. Now let us hear from a boy who lives in the city. He says, My house has no fields about it. It has no yard in front or garden behind. I have to walk or ride a long way through streets lined with houses before I can see gardens or farms. My home is in an apartment house. I live high up in a brick building as tall as the tallest tree of the forest. Our home is so high above the street that we always ride up and down in an elevator. The elevator is moved from story to story by machinery. There are many other families who have their homes in the building. Some live on our floor, others live above us, and still others live below us. They also ride up and down in the elevator. Our flat has eight rooms, all on one floor. There is a kitchen, a dining room, bedrooms, and a parlor. There is one little room where we children play. These rooms are our home. We get everything we eat and wear from the stores. We often ride on the streetcars when we go shopping, and we play in the parks or public playgrounds. End of chapter 1